Welcome to the Natural Business Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you attract your ideal clients and make consistent revenue in your natural health practice through the use of marketing strategy, consumer psychology, and advertising. If you're a naturopath or nutritionist who wants to attract your ideal clients and build a flourishing business without feeling overwhelmed and burnt out in the process, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Ellen, a previously burnt out corporate marketer and advertising specialist, turned naturopathy student and natural business coach. Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the Natural Business Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in and being part of the podcast fam right from the get-go. I'm really excited to start on this project and share some really valuable content with you. So I'd love your feedback and your engagement as we go along and as the podcast grows and as I grow. So definitely reach out to me on socials and let me know how you're finding it. And if you have any questions that you'd like addressed on the podcast as well, I would absolutely love to know what they are. So please reach out to me. For this first episode, I thought I would talk about what to do when you feel like you've tried everything on social media. I think with social media platforms, it's so difficult to keep up and they're constantly evolving and making changes that it leaves you feeling like you're on this constant hamster wheel. But at the same time, you feel like you've tried so many different strategies. They're always bringing out new things like One minute you've been working on carousel posts and then you've changed the format of your videos and the dimensions of them on Instagram and then the next minute Reels comes out and you've dipped your toe in the water on all of these different strategies. But possibly because of the speed you've been moving at, because these platforms are pushing you to try these new things, you're left neglecting a lot of the marketing basics and a lot of these foundational things that will carry you through no matter the content platform, the type of content. These are the things that you want to go back to. So the first tip I have centered around going back to those marketing basics is building know, like and trust with your audience. So in terms of building the know factor with them, It really revolves around showing up consistently for them and in a way that really stands out. And some of the best creators that I have seen on Instagram, some of the ones that I remember are the ones that are doing things differently. They're not producing the same content as everyone else. They're doing it in a really unique way, which helps them to stand out and it helps them to be memorable. Next is building the like factor. So that's around really being authentic and not trying to appeal to everyone. Some of your biggest advocates are going to like that you're different and like that you're polarizing and they'll stick around because you've got a fresh approach because you're different. So we really don't want to focus on trying to appeal to everyone and being liked by everyone. Just be authentic to yourself and you'll build that like with those that are supposed to be there. And finally, build trust with your audience. This really comes through delivering really valuable content consistently and also not selling directly to them. We want to attract clients to you and have them saying, I need this. How do I work with you? 
rather than pushing on them before they're ready. And that really comes from developing an effective content strategy. So the second tip I have is to get clear on your niche. There are a number of different common myths that I hear when it comes to niching down. And the first one is my followers will leave. And that is something that will potentially happen. If you're going from talking to a really broad audience to really niching down and speaking to a super specific audience, there will potentially be people that are going to leave because you're saying you're not for them anymore. And that is okay. That is making space for the ones that are. That is completely normal and absolutely nothing to be afraid of. Because those that are going to start following you are going to be your ideal clients. They're going to be the ones that you're now speaking directly to. And it's like the saying goes, when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. And this change in your niche and picturing that one ideal client and speaking directly to their needs and the problems that they're facing and how you can support them with that one specific issue is going to make them feel like you're speaking directly to them. Which is so different to the common myth that I hear of I'll have no one to talk to and that no one will find me. It's actually the complete opposite. When people know what you do and you're known for that one thing, it is so much easier for people to find you and to remember you and know exactly what it is that you do and how you can help them. I also hear a lot that People are worried that they'll have fewer clients. And again, when you're speaking to that one person and their needs, they're going to be more likely to work with you because they're going to feel like you already know them better than they do. You already know what they need. And you're going to appear as that industry leader, that expert for that one specific topic or issue And they know to come to you. They remember that that's what you do and to come to you for that. My next tip is to refine your messaging. So similarly to niching down and starting to speak to that ideal client, actually go out and talk to those people. Use that clinical experience that you have on helping those particular clients with that issue and think about the questions that they've asked you. Go and talk to more of these people. Stop assuming what they need and actually ask and serve them content that directly speaks to that and the problems that they're currently having. I think it's really important to consider with our content to make sure that we're talking to our ideal clients in their language and meeting them where they're at. There's a real difference between the expert level problem and where our clients are at currently. And I think it's so easy to, as the expert, start speaking to our audience as though they know what we're talking about, as though they know exactly what they need. And they possibly don't yet. There's a lot of different stages in the customer journey and stages of awareness that clients go through. And they're not necessarily going to see the problem in the same way that you do. So it's really important that your content talks to them in a way that meets them where they're at currently. It speaks to the problem as they see it, not as you see it as the expert. 
The next tip I have is to review your content strategy. So think about, are you showing up where your ideal clients are? What platform are they currently using? I think a lot of practitioners jump on Instagram because it's been the most common platform that practitioners have used and it's seen as a key marketing platform. But there are so many other platforms out there and I think it's really easy for us to forget where our ideal clients are and to think about that as a guide over where we want to be. It's important to think about where we want to show up and where we can show up consistently But it's also really important to think about where our audience actually is and where they're spending their time online. We also need to think about whether our content is resonating with our audience. Go back and review your metrics, not the vanity metrics, which are the likes, but actually have a look at what people are saying in the comments. Have a look at how many people are saving the content really delve deeper into your metrics to see whether the content's actually resonating with people. And are there trends? Are there key people that keep showing up to view your content? They keep engaging with it. Are they your ideal client? Have a look further into that. And also think about whether you're educating them at their level or the expert level. So like I mentioned before, think about the problem and how they see it. Does your content answer that in a way that they're going to understand it for the stage they're at or are you talking in a way that's potentially too expert for them and finally address their objections in your content so it's very likely that your ideal clients are going to have different objections that stop them from booking in with you or stop them from buying your program think about whether you've actually addressed these in your content it's really important to jump in and actually talk about these things publicly because it gives you a chance to, I guess, refute these claims and refute these objections because other people are going to have them as well. There are going to be more people in your audience that have the same objection. And by you showing up and telling them why that's not true, that's going to be really beneficial for your overall conversions. So a really common objection is I can't afford it. It's so common across so many different industries and it's absolutely true for some people. But in some cases, it's also because they're not seeing the value in taking that leap and making that purchase or booking in for that consultation. Your content needs to address the value in a way that makes them think, I need that. That's me. They're speaking directly to me. They can help me with my specific issue and I can see the value in that. There are plenty of people that have the money to spend on so many different supplements and so many different health trends, but they're not booking in these consultations with experts. So it's really about your content addressing that. Show them how much they would save by booking in a consultation with you rather than spending all of this money on trying the latest trend and trying these new and different things and constantly looking for something that's actually going to work and help them when they could just come to you in the first place. So to recap, the five tips are going back to those marketing basics, specifically building that know, like, and trust with your audience, 
Number two is getting clear on your niche. Number three is refining your messaging. Number four is reviewing your content strategy. And number five is addressing their objections. If you haven't yet got your hands on my free five-day training where I share how to overcome the overwhelm and start marketing your business with intention and impact, head to the natural business coach slash free to sign up. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love it if you could give this podcast a follow. I release new episodes every Wednesday. And if you're loving it so far, I'd so appreciate it if you could leave a review. I'll be sending out a little thank you gift to everyone who leaves a review this week. So if you do, send me a screenshot of your review on Instagram at The Natural Business Coach, and I'll send a little surprise straight to your inbox. That's it from me today. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh